Dirka Dirkala. There she is. Hello. And here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. The T-Bone. <laughs> and Chick Brew. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> Okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For glorious. We are going to keep this on time today. And and here is the reason for my motivation. It is uh, 25 degrees outside with a wind chill that makes it feel like 14. And although I do have insulation in my home, once I turn off the central heating and air, it tends to get cold pretty quickly. And not, not so quickly that I'm, I'm terrified of hypothermia during the process. But if you see me freeze up, it might not be a computer glitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awful. We finally have some sunshine, and we are in the 70s, so we are. Yes, central Pennsylvania Much versus coastal happened. Spain. Two entirely different environments. The choices we make. Come back. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. So, you know, it all works on, it all depends on how things work out. We'll just leave it at that. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, God, he froze up, folks. Aha! <laughs> So uh, where are we at? What's going on? I, I got uh, I got a wonderful adventure to tell you about when it comes to switching your cable services and cell phones and internets. I'll tell you about that. But first, let's find out what's going on in uh, coastal Spain. What's going on over there? Well, like I said, we are having great weather. Last night, uh, MWR hosted the Great Navy Camp Out, and I was in charge of activities at the campfire. I came home smelling like a campfire. I had almost no voice after screaming songs at the campfire, and it was so beautiful. Also, there's just something about a big roaring fire that just kind of like calms you, as long as like not your home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it is definitely fire. different experience when it's your home. <laughs> An intentional, controlled fire. There's something very nice and relaxing about that fire scares me like it never did or yeah like it never did so you know it's it's me the wife and zeus that's what we got here this week we've got a special guest that's with us but that's awesome and uh and the house is made of sticks and houses made of sticks catch flame so one day i'm on the treadmill and and it made a little smoke because i probably exceed the maximum weight on it and, uh, and I had plugged everything and then realized I don't have a fire extinguisher anywhere nearby. So I bought a bunch of little portable fire extinguishers, and now those are all over the house. And then the other day, I'm working on the computer, and something popped, and I unplugged everything, and I put a fire and security watch on the station for, like, 40 minutes because... Uh, and I checked on the house throughout the day, like, checking into the cameras to make sure that everything was okay because unlike living overseas, when your house is made of poured concrete, where... If your basement catches on fire, it's just your basement that catches on fire. The fire doesn't engulf the entire house. And they have a lot of fires here. And when they have a fire here, because everything's built out of sticks and nothing's made out of poured concrete, it's the entire place. They had uh, even the row homes once upon a time in, in Philadelphia, which is, you know, just 90 miles up the street. They had a little, they had a little uh, a disagreement with the local police force. And the police force decided to bomb a bunker on top of one of the buildings. And that bomb on top of the building ended up destroying 400 houses. And you see that a lot here. A lot of these houses are connected. You know, I saw one and just I'm the sure other night. The judge ruled no foul play. <laughs> uh, they, they had a house with uh, a row house. It's got seven families living in these row houses. And, you know, seven. But if one of them goes, they all go. So I've never been as freaked out about as a fire as I am now that I've got all of my possessions in one place and my possessions are nice possessions. And now I'm worried that a tiny little spark, I just need to have a new home built. I need a new home built and I need it made of poured concrete. Or you build a bunker and just put all your nice stuff in the bunker. I don't know if the homeowners association. My my nice, I visit my nice things in my bunker. I don't know if the homeowners association would allow me to buy a a new bunker. 
or to ah, build a new good bunker. Old freedoms. Good old yes, freedoms. America, where we'll allow you to do what we allow you to do. You're, you, we will allow HOAs to form. <laughs> <laughs> so my next piece of property, uh, upon winning the lottery, is going to be a big piece of property with no homeowners association, and I'm going to have a, I'm going to build a poured concrete home. I've been saying that for years and years and years in America, where we have such huge natural disasters like hurricanes and tornadoes and earthquakes and fires, poured concrete homes survive all of that. They survive everything except for lava and war. But even even in a war, you know, a lot of the buildings that were damaged in World War II in Europe were yeah. rebuilt. And still standing from their bases. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we went to Saint-Malo in, in uh, France, and that whole wall is the original wall. Obviously, they've, like, replaced stones here and there, but that was a very heavily shelled city. You do not watch a lot of television. No. No. The wife does not watch a lot of television. You like books. Bless your heart. You're so smart. I like audiobooks because I can do other things yeah. while I am entertained. It is hard. It is hard to get a good audiobook that allows you to do other things without being. If you have a, a good audiobook. You need to pay attention to it to enjoy all of the nuances of the book. But if you if you have a maybe a medium, a mediocre, if you will, uh, audio book, uh, here's a great one. Uh, Tucker Carlson came out with one many, many years ago, and it was like rats, politicians, and other things politicians have in common with rats. It was something like that, and it's just him talking about all of the uh, politicians at the time, and this is back in the 2000s, and how they were all dirtbags and uh, they're all criminals and just, yeah, it was just, but, you know, while I'm driving, it was entertaining to listen to whether I caught all of it or not, but I tried doing it with like a suspense book or a sci-fi book and, and I find myself like rewinding a lot, like, hold on, what, what, what was just said there? Because I feel like a secret is going to be slipped in while I'm paying attention to the, you know, the fast lane and I'm going to miss something important. That's, that's why I'm not a big fan of audiobooks. I am an auditory learner. So for me, when I'm hearing the book, I'm, it's just going straight to my brain. That's all there is to it. It's like a song. I can hear a song two or three times and I will know the song. So for me, listening to the audiobook is fine. It just goes straight into my brain and... Most things that you I'm saying doing, you some kind of idiot savant. Just this, just the idiot part. I'm a slow, <laughs> slow when I read, I am like some people read and they're so fast at reading, but then you ask them like, "Well, what happened?" What was and the name like, of the main character? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and they're like, "I don't know," but I finished the book. So I'm a slow reader because I am reading, and I remember in school read for meaning, but it takes me so long. Because I am like reading every single word Most and rereading. Yeah, and so for me, I would let I'd rather do the audiobook and pour cupcakes. I can pour I, cupcakes. And listen <laughs> to the I would like to say that I am not a fast reader. However, in my uh, as I advance in age, the books that are bought for me because somewhere along the way somebody said that I like to read. So every every gift giving opportunity, I get a book. And the books now are all large font. So where it used to take me like a week to read a chapter. Uh, or, oh, no, no, I got to rephrase that. So where it used to take me a week to read 100 pages. Well, now I can flip through 100 pages in like uh, 15 minutes. You know, I'm just. <laughs> and and I can read the book from across the room. So large font is is awesome. They make for thick books, though. Very thick I books. I only imagine. <laughs> the Three Little Pigs, 87 pages. <laughs> Hop on Pop, the uh, volume one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really great, though, that they are printing books with larger font for people who, you know. Are too lazy to readers. put their glasses on. They're called readers for a reason. I know, but that can still cause eye strain. Everything then, causes eye strain. Using your sneezing. eyes. <laughs> I'm so good at that. There is there's uh, this thing called REM that occurs while you're sleeping that puts strains on your eyeballs. True story. It's true. I actually have a device on my wrist that tells me exactly how long I've spent in REM versus light sleep. 
And I will tell you, I am, even in my sleep, I am not a good sleeper. I love to sleep. I am not great at it. <laughs> uh, I am not good at sleeping either. Now, I, I, I can blame that on Zeus. I can blame that on my newfound medications or the ungodly amount of water I drink every day because I'm trying to get healthy. And <laughs> or the phone. Got a brand new phone yesterday. I'll tell you that story right after this. Hey, everybody, it's T-Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunsby Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to the Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. So over there in Spain, if you do decide to look at television, you have the Armed Forces Network decoder, I am sure. Yes? No, I don't have one. You don't even have a decoder. Okay. Uh, how about... No, but we, uh, have a, we have British satellite internet TV or something. Sky. It's like 200 channels. And we had it plugged in like the first six months we had it. And it's not even plugged in anymore. <laughs> but we still have it. But... um Naked dating was the first thing that popped up when I plugged it in, and we... Well, you got to watch that. I mean, if it pops up. And we were like, ah, this is what our options are. So we, went we went back to Netflix. When when I came back to the States, the average cable bill was over $200. And I, I, I was not going... I had just come from living overseas for so many years where all I had was AFN and a little bit of Spanish TV. That, that would translate into English. I, I wasn't going to pay that in cable. I wasn't going to do it. So we never got cable. What we got was we got internet. And with the internet, we could watch anything that we wanted to watch that was available on the internet legally because, you know, Spain copyright law is not really enforced as stringently as American copyright laws. So I'm not, I'm not rolling the dice in America like I might have done in other countries. <laughs> so whatever we can legally watch on the internet was what we had. And then we found out that our mobile phone service gave us Netflix for free. So oh, nice. So we started using that. But, you know, a couple months into living here, I hadn't seen Jeopardy in a while. I'm a big Jeopardy fan. She's She has become a big Jeopardy fan. So we realized we needed to add uh, a little bit of cable to our internet subscription in order to get that. And with a little bit of cable, like 15, 20 channels of viewable, no, like honestly, like seven channels of viewable stuff and a thousand channels of stuff you're never going to look at. 800 music. <laughs> yeah. We also got a little, our, our box that we had for free for the internet now cost us $10 a month. So there's 120 bucks. And then the uh, the $40 that we were not paying for cable, $40. Now that's $520 a, a year because that's an extra $40 a month. So, you know, we're closing in on $1,000 uh, for the box rental and a little bit of cable. And then after the first year, the prices went up. And after the second year, which we're coming up on, the prices were going to go up again. And now I'm like, I'm close to a $200 cable bill, and I didn't want that. So I get online with the folks of my cable company. I'm like, look, I've been shopping around. You offer a lot of good deals for new customers. And I don't necessarily want to cancel just to become a new customer. But I will if I have to. And an hour later, we get done discussing, and my bill was going to go up, and now it's not going to go up. It's only going to be 140 bucks. And but you know, my uh, if I switch my phone over to the internet cable people, then I could save 40 bucks a year. That kind of breaks even. Okay, this is what we're doing. We're going to go. We're going to get uh, you know uh, phone service with the internet company, and and we're going to save here and there. But I have to go there in person. And I got a lot to talk about in-person shopping this week. <clears throat> so I go, and I'm, I'm going to name these companies. I don't care. Uh, these are th uh, facts as they happened. And if somebody wants to sue me, let them. This is what happened. I go to Xfinity. I am not well-received at Xfinity. I, I, I actually asked the woman who's there to, I'm using air quotes, help me. I actually asked her at one point in our conversation, I'm sorry, did I do something to offend you in this life or a previous life? She's like, no, why? I was like, you're being very aggressive towards me. 
And I'm not really comfortable as the customer uh, having someone be that aggressive towards me. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, you weren't. Uh, so we get in and all right, now my Samsung Galaxy S20 and my wife's Samsung Galaxy S8 are not available to their system. It doesn't work in their system. Now, I bought these phones, very pricey. Uh, I upgraded these phones, and my poor wife, she kept getting my leftovers because she's not tech savvy. So whenever I would upgrade to a new phone, I would give her my old phone. So she's at an 8, and I'm at a 20. There's starting to become a little disparity there. And she's the love of my life. I don't want her to feel like I don't love her. I just, you know, so anyway. So the thought process was, okay, well, my phones don't work on your phones, and they've got this trade-in status. You can get up to $800 a phone for trading in and getting a new phone. All right, well, let's look at that. We go and look at that, and it's not up to $800. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a college textbook trade-in. I paid how much? $50 is what you get. <laughs> I, if I didn't have a phone, they would give me $500 credit. If I used both of these phones... They would give me 550 not combined. $50 more than nothing for this $1,000 phone. Uh, nope, Th these numbers aren't working out for me. Luckily, in old little Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, 1,000 feet away is the T-Mobile store. So while I was in the Xfinity store, they, they made me get my PIN number. And this is part of the aggression that oh, she was yeah. exhibiting towards me. So I get on with uh, T-Mobile and T-Mobile's like, hey, before you leave us, give us a chance to try to make it right. But it was too late. I was already in the store and I had already spent an hour on the phone with T-Mobile. So I didn't want to give them a chance to make it right. But this, this Xfinity deal was not going to work out, not work it out. So I, I, I tip my hat and I leave the very rude witch uh, and I go a thousand feet down the road to T-Mobile. When I go into T-Mobile, I am a T-Mobile customer. I feel like I should be treated as such. But the young man that was working there was so, give me a great word for lazy. Lackadaisical? Uh, I was going with something French. Don't know why. Blase fair. Blase fair. Yes, it was, <laughs> it was so blase fair that he wouldn't take his foot off the table that he had it propped up on. I explained my situation. His body language never changes. And the entire time's like, nah, man, I can't help you. I can't help you, man. I'm sorry. No, you got the best deal we can get you. I can't help you. I'm like, wow, thanks. Thanks there. I, yeah. So the first customer interaction I have is someone that's being aggressive towards me, the customer. The next one I'm having is with a, uh, someone who could give two pickles. Two pickles. That's more than he was willing to offer. <laughs> <laughs> now, I may have mentioned that Mechanicsburg is a tiny little town. And 900 feet away from T-Mobile and only like 100 feet away from Xfinity. But on the other side of the road is Verizon. And when I walked into the Verizon, they treated me nicely. Oh. I'm already thinking that this is going to be nice because they said hello to me. They greeted me. They asked me questions. They walked me in. And and at the end of the day, we are no longer T-Mobile people. We are now Verizon people. Can you hear me now? I have Verizon for a long I had T-Mobile and I switched to Verizon because T-Mobile did something absolutely insane. Um, and then I switched to Verizon. Now we're, we're with Spectrum because they have, in the States, because they have our, they have our internet um, in the States. But... Spectrum is super nice, and they work with Verizon. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they share towers. They're like they're partners, and I will tell you, I don't think I've ever had. <laughs> this is going to be hard to believe. I don't think I've ever had as good a customer service as I have with Spectrum at the 181st Street <laughs> Washington Heights store. Literally, the it's at the bus station. It is the best customer service I have ever received. You make your appointment online, you show up. As soon as your time hits, you're the next person they call. Doesn't matter if there's a hundred people in there. Customer service the goes person. far. They have, I went in and I had 1 million questions about switching and setting up cable and all of that on the internet. And they were like, this is what you need. I'm like, we're not really big TV watchers. So cable's not really an issue. They're like, great. This is the package you want. It's the cheapest. You'll have just enough channels to get the weather. And I was like, fantastic. And it was 
literally, I think I pay like $78 for my cable and my internet. And then our phones, they're like, come back in three days and we'll set your phones up because we're going to be running a special. I set it up for three days. I set up an appointment for three days later. I came in. The guy was like, hey, saw your name, saved you a spot. Here you go. This is the special I was talking about. Switched over two phones for free. And they gave me, it was switch one, get the second SIM card free. So it was like, I pay one and a half contracts worth for phones. So my phone bills there are like $40. (laughs) Well, they they definitely switched us over for free. And uh, when they switched us over for free, I I decided, and they were going to give us $1,400 trade-in value for the two phones. That makes sense. Which is a lot better than 50 yeah. So uh, we, ch- I, I went ahead and traded in the phones. I got uh, a boss lady. She's got the, the 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 best of the best of the best right now. She's she's got one. I've got one. You know, it's so funny because over the years, whenever I would ask her to do something on my phone, she would be flicked. She uh, she couldn't figure out how to use my phone. Like ah, and she would be hitting it very hard and just full of frustration, fr- anger. And I, I never understood why, because any phone that she has is a phone that I previously had, and it didn't cause those kind of reactions with me. But now we both got the same phone. We got different cases. I got different, you know, we got the everything. They're protected. They're well protected, brand new. This is the last phone I will ever buy. This is the last phone I will ever buy her. Not upgrading again because it's her birthday or upgrading again because it's Christmas. The, I, okay, I take that back. The next phone I buy my wife will be a jitterbug. When her ass is so blind, she can't find the numbers. She's getting a jitterbug. Did you? Did they take your cable? Are you doing your cable and everything and internet through them also? We are also doing our cable and internet through them. I'm saving a ton of money on the internet, a ton of money on the internet, uh, 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 saving quite a bit of money on the cable, and the phones were slightly more expensive. Because $1,400 trade-in value, $1,000 a piece on the phone, rolled that into the monthly payment. But yeah, the monthly payment's a little bit more on the phones, but it's a lot cheaper on the cable and on the internet. So for our cable here, our weird British satellite digital cable, we pay $170.80 a year, and that's our cable, which is amazing. We have so many channels, we don't even use them. Sometimes we'll plug it in and see what's on, but... Yeah, um, but if you got an AFN decoder, you could get all of those channels for free. No. I, I'm sorry. That's correct. I, you would not, not get a bunch get, of British channels, but you would get all of the TV I'm channels. I'm getting naked and dating, naked dating on AFN. And I don't need to anymore because AFN has their streaming app that is got all the AFN stuff on it. If I really wanted to watch something, I could watch it there. But I they have nothing that I want to watch. AFN. <laughs> all right. So you got to understand uh, my my history with AFN is a little bit further back than yours. My first tour in Italy, there was but one channel. That's all there was. It was AFN, and that was it. You had to watch whatever was on, and in order for it to be, to get an Italian television, it had to be the PAL setup. It was quite complicated. It, it's not like it is today where you have uh, multi-system TVs that are readily available, and the multi-system TVs that we did have back then were really expensive. So you had AFN. And that was it. And it wasn't bad. They, I mean, they do a good job of mixing things around until March Madness. And during March Madness, it's all basketball all the time to the point where I, I now hate basketball because for three years, every March, that's all that was on TV and there was nothing else available. It is true. It is true because we are current. Like, so at work, we have the TVs up. And so we have AFN decoders on um, most of the TVs. And that's that's literally all we get. But I think, so I remember growing up, we had, we were in Sasebo and we had AFN or AFARTS back then. Right. And it was like um, BBC Kids cartoons in the morning. Then there was Blossom came on and then MASH right after that. And then in between <laughs> that was like eight different types of news, <laughs> a sports game in the middle of the night. And that was like it. My buddy Dave Hicks had posted, uh, by my rough estimates, we will save almost 4000 this year on uh, cutting the cord. And I'm like, you, you know, outstanding. You're, you're saving 330 bucks a month. Guess what company he was using? Verizon. Xfinity Comcast. Xfinity Comcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it's such I mean it's so interesting though because like what you ended up paying with them a month is what I pay a year I have like 800 channels it, and that's not even the largest package that they offer no 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 I'm, I'm familiar with the, the British TV setup so we we had a sky satellite also but uh, most of the people just uh, crack the chip so you don't have to pay the uh, annual fee now they obviously this is 2023 I'm sure they've gotten better at detecting especially the British the British have always been good at finding out if you had a television because they have the TV tax so stupid so they can fund their stupid British channels now once upon a time I was a big fan of one particular British channel that played my favorite TV show but for the most part most of the British yeah there's no way I would be so could you imagine as, a, as an American taxpayer, if you had to pay taxes on on the television that you consume, uh, a TV, just for owning a TV, you got to pay, you know, 20 bucks a month. And you know that 20 bucks a month is going towards stupid programs that you're paying for. All of the taxes, Tony. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's a true <laughs> <All> story. <laughs> if I don't think once ever my tax money has fully gone anywhere that I thought it should go to. <laughs> it was What's even never, worse is it's not even taxes just- Taxes are like having a birthday party when you're a kid and you have to invite everyone from class and no one from class knows who you are because you're the new kid. Paying They're school like, taxes ah, with all my kids are this. grown. I've never, never once had a child. <laughs> I do not mind if my tax money goes to schools. I would prefer that my tax money goes to schools. Well, that that's why I that's why I play the lottery because I was sold that the lottery money that's not reinvested into the lottery program is supposed to be helping the children and the schools. Sure, sure, apparently, yeah. apparently yeah. that's not happening either. No, the the lack of transparency should automatically tell you. Uh, I gotta pay a uh, have a pet tax, you know. You're not allowed to have a pet in America anymore unless it's registered with somebody that you have to pay money to, which is a tax. Zeus, Zeus, Zeus isn't registered. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Zeus. Yeah, well, he, he, he's chipped if that means anything. And quite honestly, the fine for not registering him is, is, is a lot less than registering him over and over and over for the rest of his life annual it's an annual dog tax you got to pay or you, you get caught which is pretty damn hard since he's mostly inside the house or with me or on the base which is exclusive jurisdiction they can't get me there <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna go to work and they're gonna just be waiting outside for you to leave <laughs> yeah they, <laughs> they got me like some kind of pet pablo escobar yeah, yeah. Well, that was a that was a good warm up session. Pretty uh, pretty good. We got to connect a little bit there. Got to talk about some things. But you know, there's uh, there's some other topics I would like to talk about. It's time to talk about cooking. And tonight, prove one thing: you know, f all. Now you are currently working on some Smurf cupcakes. Smurf cakes. Smurf cakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's my. My best friend at work, Conley, it's his birthday, and he's always doing everything for everyone's birthday. You know, it's your birthday. He shows up with a bottle of wine and cookies. So Yeah, does he ever do a birthday boost? Is he even a listener of the show? I don't even know because that man recently has acquired a second set of twins, and I don't know that he has any time for anything other than trying to find sleep. <laughs> he has two sets of twins. Yeah, he's got an 11-year-old set. So they're at that age where they're a little bit helpful, but not really helpful. <laughs> and um, what, ten, nine months old twin boys? Man, that's His the way to do duty. it. His wife is active duty. He works and the kids do sports. So he's literally like, you'll see them do a trade off in the parking lot. She's getting off work. He's going to work. They're swapping cars. Babies are in the car. Go, go, go. A really great team, those two. But... He's he's a very tired boy at this point. <laughs> twins, uh, twins are the way to go. And if you can have multiple sets of twins, that's the way to go. Our, our friend Paul, he decided to one up himself instead of twins, just went with triplets. But uh, he comes from a family of triplets. I wouldn't want triplets. Triplets is just one too many. Give me give me twins, 
uh, about every five years, and we can we can roll with that. Unfortunately for me, I had twin daughters uh, that were uh, five years apart. They they were, they were the same. They were the same person. They look the same. They act the same. They're the same. And uh, the five years, well, until they grew up, and then they vastly uh, went on different paths. But as children, they were very very similar. Twins, just five years apart. None of my Who brothers are twins, and we're all brother. five years apart. People ask me if, my, if me and my brother are twins. Well, it's because you have the same hairdo. <laughs> I've been watching his videos. He's coming back from drill. He's looking beat. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so we're we're on the topic of we're on the topic of food right now. You're currently making these Smurf cakes. What else? Uh, what else are you working on this week? I am actually. I have some time off because I got special special guests coming, so I haven't really booked anything crazy. I may have a small order of some cream puffs, your favorite. Of course. Next week, but this past week I did twenty seven cupcakes, ninety six cookies, and twenty four brownies. Which to uh, to the American listeners of this uh, podcast may not realize how incredible a feat that is, until you realize she's using a Spanish oven. And you can put one tray of cupcakes. <laughs> Just imagine if you could only put one. It's like an easy bake for adults. One tray. I'll send you. I'll send, I'll take a picture of it with a <laughs> cupcake pan, and you can use it for the picture for this for this uh, I, podcast this i don't story. understand a lot of the traditional meals saint patrick's day was always a, a fun day to celebrate for me and my family uh, because deep down you know we're all irish no uh, <laughs> because uh, that was my father's birthday and we had a great time with that and we we were just goofy uh, and we were probably not very culturally sensitive to the irish because we were just joking around we were having a good time i and you know i have issues understanding foods associated with holidays i barely understand saint patrick to begin with i got him figured out now i got to understand saint reuben what is what has reuben got to do with these sandwiches what is what is corned beef got to do with saint patrick it's very confusing to me so the boss lady she uh, she is less confused, so she makes us a nice corned beef and cabbage and potato and carrot concoction for St. Patrick's Day, and it was delightful. I enjoyed it. But you know how I like my corned beef? You know how I really like my corned beef? In a Reuben. Oh. Yes. Oh, uh, well, you know, you got to deli slice it, which means you got to get it just right. You got to, I'm, I'm, after St. Patrick's Day, you know, the, the corned beef, goes on sale so we're going to get a couple of those slabs i'm going to throw them in the instapot i'm going to make them super super soft and i'm going to make these reuben sliders and those reuben sliders are made with that hawaiian bread oh, the little hawaiian buns. the hawaiian rolls super yeah. easy to make you just slice it open you throw some the thousand island dressing on there you throw some cheese on there you throw your corned beef in uh, a little sauerkraut a little bit more cheese a little mm. bit more thousand island dressing and boom put the tops on put it in the oven 350 for like 10 minutes these things are the bomb that sounds amazing <laughs> but but it won't be on saint patrick's day it'll be on uh post St. Patrick's weekend. I don't know. I got to tie these to some kind of event like uh, Black International History Woman's Day. I, I don't know. There seems to, there's a day for everything. I was looking at a thing. It, it's like donut day is this week and then Ooh, yeah. donut whole day is next week and, you know, popsicles. You know, the most important, you know what the most important day is? What's that? I share my birthday with it, which makes it double exciting because it's also my favorite dinosaur. Velociraptor Day is April 18th. That's all you need to know. Velociraptor Day. Yeah. Why did And you we... know why they're my favorite dinosaur? Because uh, they got tiny little hands. I do like the tiny little hands, but mostly because of the Jim Brewer impressions that he used to do of Velociraptors when Jurassic Park came out a million years ago. Those were hilarious to me when I was a kid. <laughs> All right, so on on the short list this week, of course, St. Patrick's Day was uh, on Friday. Uh, poultry Day is is actually today. Uh, the day of this recording on the nineteenth. It's it's Poultry Day, people, and and you can look forward to Spinach Day next week. But they actually have days. Then they've got weeks. 
So this is Salt Awareness Week. Oh, that's for you. (laughs) (laughs) And Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. So just the month of March has Sauce Month, Noodle Month, National Nutrition Month, Frozen Food Month, and Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. That that should help you out. What's that? Contradictory. I feel like they should have really focused they did not coordinate these months yeah it's health month salt awareness butt cancer month like really like put them all together so i can be like this is a healthy month this is a donut month you know yeah like noodle sauce and frozen food month all in the same month i think you could just call that like a, a benny's hana's frozen food month yeah, like, let's just throw that together. <laughs> also, who picks these? Like, who's, like... Who's it's all make-believe, man. It's all just crazy. It's all done by big food. <laughs> well, I would like to proclaim... <laughs> yes, proclaim something. Own pick, it. We need to pick a, a Lund's B day. Oh. But you and I need to, like, really think about the day, because I don't want it to be shared with butt cancer day or something like that. I no. want it to be, like, bidet day. Bidet day? Uh, National yeah, bidet, bidet day? day. That probably already <laughs> that exists. Fun. I know. That's the day that one's bidet is. The bidet day. Which is really fun to say. <laughs> if our virtual engineer was here pulling this up for us, I wouldn't have to do the searching myself. National toilet paper day. That's coming up in August. That <laughs> <laughs> that one was invented during the pandemic. Happy National Bidet Day Gifts. Uh, that's got to be funny. Let's take a look at Happy National Bidet Day Gifts. Happy National Bidet Day. <laughs> just, they're just gifts. There's no date associated with it. I guess you could make but any it's day. So fun to say. Any day, hash, Happy National Bidet Day. And if if we are in charge of making a, a Lunsby uh, promoted holiday, I, I would recommend we do one of the ones where it rotates. Where, like, you can never count on it to be the same day because it it has to be in the oscillation of the moon and the sun. And it, it's got to be confusing yeah. for people. So, like, like Ramadan this day starts on, like, a, the third day of the third month of the third week of the summer solstice. It's... <laughs> Holy cow, I was supposed to... You never know what month it's going to start. I was supposed to starve myself today. I forgot what day Ramadan started. Uh, National Bidet Day Day. (laughs) And and we have to keep the day at the end of it. It's got to be double day. National Bidet Day Day. Yeah, yeah. No, I like that. It's got to be ridiculous. I'd like to do it on a weekend. You know? Do you know, what are they calling things now? They've got the... They got the quiet quitters. There's a lot of alliteration going on out there in the world. There's the quiet quitters, and then there's the something Mondays, the the minimum work Mondays, and now there's scary Sundays. Apparently, uh, there's an entire generation out there that's just literally terrified to go to work. They oh, it's scary Sunday. Why is it scary Sunday? Because I got to go to work on minimum Monday. Why do you? Why is that scary? People go to work, but it's minimum Monday. I do the minimum possible. It's just just enough not to get fired. It's not really quiet quitting. It's just minimum Monday. And then, then that, I live in minimum Monday. And that leads to what? Tolerant Tuesday? Yeah, it's just tolerance. I'm just tolerating work on Tuesday. Come on, give me a W. Give me a W. I need a alliterative W right now. Go go go. <laughs> While away the day Wednesday. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I was good. I was good until I got to W. W causes some issues. So, uh, so yeah, Reuben Sliders, that's going to be on National Bidet Day Day. And, uh, that's the food of Bidet Day Day. That's National Food Bidet Day. That's, uh, those two go in, uh, coincide with one another. Cream puffs are, are the Lund's B food. Don't, don't you start with the cream puffs. Oh yeah, it's Lund's B Day. Stopping with the because it's the thing that we talk about the most. <laughs> we don't talk about my failed attempts at making cream puffs. You continually rub in the fact that you're better at it than I am. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. It's 
It's now time for the Book of Everything, where we break open the 1,227 quite interesting facts that were guaranteed to blow your socks off. We try to find something in the Book of Everything that sticks with you that is a piece of information you never had before, you'll never use again, but it stays with you. Chins. <laughs> so did you know that Antarctica is made up of nine different islands? I did not know that. You don't know that because they're all covered in a whole bunch of ice. But deep down underneath the ice, there are nine islands. Would you like to know what the names of those islands are? Yes, I would. You do. You do want to know because although we start off with the Shoe Island, ooh, it gets better because there's Disappointment Island, (laughs) Fabulous Island, Desolation Island, Monumental Island, Inexpressible Island, Porquepas Island, <laughs> Shag Island, Shag Island, if you know what shagging is, to only be finished with Circumcision Island. What? Yes, here it is. A quick rundown again. A Shoe Island, Disappointment Island, Fabulous Island, Desolation Island, Monumental Island, Inexpressible Island, Porquepas Island. Shag Island and Circumcision Island. Those are the nine islands that make up the Antarctic Islands. And Who names these? The internet? Did the internet name these? <laughs> Just like know that somewhere AI on this planet, there's an island called Circumcision Island. And Disappointment Island. And Desolation Island. Oh, these I are good island names. I, those are, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But like... Everyone kind of blames the the younger generation for the stupidity and the ridiculousness, but that was not us. That is true, because the younger generation <laughs> has never been to Antarctica. They can't afford it. <laughs> it is quite pricey. Here we go with the second book from the book of everything. The proud owner of the first silicon breast implant was Esmeralda, Who's the Esmeralda? dog. Yes, the, the first silicone breast implant was actually given to a dog named Esmeralda. Bless her little heart. Well, think about what an ugly bitch she must have been if she can't get laid without implants. Why and I was that using dogs? that. We, dogs, we don't deserve dogs and dogs do not deserve what we put there. That, that is not technically a cuss word. I was using it in the correct context, so I'm not bleeping that out. She's probably beautiful because, you know, they don't ever use anything ugly. I I (laughs) went to Facebook jail recently because there was a woman on a plane that was acting out and she's going to get thrown off the plane. And I made the comment, bye, bitch. That's all I made. And apparently (laughs) that violates the uh, community standards and and it's hate speech and couldn't post for 24 hours and... (laughs) I don't like the fact that you can't say things that I, I wasn't being hateful. I was being funny. Bye, bitch. <laughs> yeah, you don't comment on things on Facebook. It's safer not to comment because you don't get in any trouble. And this is my second one. So that's why they were a little bit more severe with me, even though, you know, the first one was some uh, uh, a trans weirdo that decided to shoot up the place and the fact that he was trans was hidden from the media and, and I posted the, the information like, hey, this is your shooter, draw upon this what you will and um, that got me in trouble. So that's my second, that's my second big Facebook violation. I'm not going to try for a third. I do enjoy using the platform to spread the word of the bird. Uh, that is that has been our uh, book of everything for the this week. You know what I would love to know? You got some headlines for me? I do. Oh wait, I might get. The only thing is, I'm afraid I'm gonna get kicked out of the app. Why? I'm on my phone and I saved him on my phone. Hold on one second. Okay. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. Okay, let's try. Can you hear me? I can. Okay, let's do it. People who think they're attractive are less likely to wear masks. Of course. 
Again, I, I, every time you give me one of these headlines, I scream the same thing. How is this a headline? Yes, beautiful people do not want to cover up their face because they know they are beautiful. You don't get free drinks by being a possibly toothless wank at the end of the bar. You get it by being a hot chick at the end of the bar. That's how you get your free drinks. But people who are ugly have, in another study, I guess done by ugly people, have said ugly people are more than likely to wear masks in conditions where they don't need to wear masks to cover up their ugly face. I can't believe there's people taking money to do studies to figure out these things. And then there's people taking money to write headlines that this is some type of revelation. It's not a revelation. Ugly people don't want to be seen for their ugliness and beautiful people want to be seen for their beautifulness it's very simple it's like a man with a giant penis okay he doesn't hide it he Never shows it. that sponsorship <laughs> i i use the, the medically correct terminology for this he's always going to show it and whereas a man without a giant penis is is, is not as likely to be naked in public around other people people who get naked a lot in front of other people have things for the most part that other people want to see unless you go so to a naked beach one is more likely to go to jail than the other oh absolutely absolutely i mean a person who's more likely to sexually assault you is gifted in that area that's that's the person who's going to sexually assault you because you know they got the they got the equipment to do it and they use it. I don't know if that's right. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> you, okay, so let's let's. How about we do a study there? How about we take some I government money? <laughs> how about we take some government money? We go into the prisons and we start measuring wanks and find this out which one of them. Government money. This is private money. Getting that private money, then it doesn't matter who you ask. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take private money and government money. We'll take money and we'll go in and we'll start doing some wank measurements and and, and correlate how many of them are sexual offenders and what the average length and size is of a sex offender and i i i will put good money down that i guarantee the larger the more likely i can think of like one bazillion other things that i would rather do with my time but <laughs> then look not, at a bunch of willy wangle we'll pay some interns to do it we'll, we'll get some interns to do the actual measuring and, look, and just because you want to go to a prison and measure wingle wangles in your free time that is up to you my friend i want to be the coordinator of the wingle wangle measuring uh, coordination i i'm the data collector I, I sit there with glasses i don't need and a trench coat to look smart and and i take notes on a clipboard that's you're going to have to look at the measurements and that means you're going to probably have to look at pictures. You will be the king of dick pics. <laughs> that will be your title. No, I've already been through that. <laughs> I, I <remember>. yeah. <laughs> during, uh, during COVID, I was sexually offended by a whole bunch of dick pics. Uh, you poor ladies. I'm sorry you have to go through that because I experienced it twice. And uh, yeah, I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> I uh, still I'll put money on it it's somewhere out there. Somebody's had to have done a study like that. And conversely, they've got to go to like females. Ah, 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 I'll go to the female prison. This will be my expertise because it would in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah, you shouldn't say that opinion. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Nope. I got it. Because if you just say big breasted women are more likely to commit crimes, you're probably including a lot of fat people. If you if you proportionate the, the breast to the waistline and come up with a ratio and that ratio is what the, we would deem to be attractive. And, and I would say those women are less likely to be sex offenders because they got everything going for them. Why would they need to be a sex offender? But uh, so it'd be it would be the disproportionately your unattractive is a weird what I will say your hypothesis is weird yeah how do you think i got my master's in criminology <laughs> you write term papers nobody wants to read <laughs> well here's my Bizarre. thesis here's my here's my thesis on ugly bitches killing people <laughs> i don't know that that's <laughs> We've gone sideways. We've gone sideways. Let's get back. Next uh, headline is. Uh, yes, the next headline. Six doctors swallowed Lego heads for science. <laughs> 
you may you may have you may have cut out there on some very important words so i'm going to ask you to repeat that again slowly six doctors swallow lego heads for science i heard sex doctors swallow heads for science that's that's what i heard six six, six as the number uh, what is a lego head you know the little yellow no. Body topper thing for, the, for oh, the like a like a little uh, head with a, a face painted on it kind of thing. Yeah, uh, these they these are people that are calling themselves doctors and they say they're doing it for science. But I uh, I'm a fan of Johnny Knoxville's Dick House Productions. I've watched a lot of the Jackass movies, and I've seen a lot of things shoved up rectums and then um, X-rayed. I don't see how these six doctors swallowing lego heads is any different than that it's completely different into the body (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you don't need a stethoscope (laughs) (laughs) you have been on this planet for a long time you don't need a stethoscope to figure that one out but you are correct it is a different portion of the body but it's going to end up in the same place and they're going to take some photos of it. It's just so stupid. Why is this for science? If you, you don't need to get doctors, so-called doctors, to swallow things for science. Children do it for free all the time. Just give them a couple of x-rays, take a couple of extra plates, and use that for your science, you dummies. What college has a doctor's program that allows their doctors to swallow Legos for science. I guarantee you this isn't John Hopkins. This isn't uh, Boston, William and Mary. This is a this is like Greenbow Community College doctorate program. <laughs> if you can pass Batman skull without dying, we'll give you a degree and a free stethoscope. <laughs> Who can poop out Batman's face the fastest? Brought to you by National Bidet Day Day. I, t- ha, I tell you it would be fun. What if they swallowed the entire Lego person? Like they swallowed it. Well, and the, and the question would be, the scientific question would be, is there a, enough commotion going on in your intestinal tract to separate Legos <laughs> from from each other? You get a... You get a- some legs one day, uh, an arm another day. Right, and Half then the head versus just swallowing the head that doesn't separate from anything. What are you testing there to see if the paint job survives your uh, your duodenum? Valid. That's a valid question. That's two weeks in a row we've used duodenum, by the way, <laughs> or duodenum, depending on how you were taught to pronounce it. Oh, those were great headlines. Appreciate you for finding the best headlines. We got the book of everything. We got our headlines. We talked about food. What we haven't talked about is uh, those people that are working out. It is time for a resolution rewards update. Resolution rewards updates only take about a minute out of the show, but they take up like three years on the Facebook page. Again, if you're interested in where you can find us, and if you don't know by now, that's hilarious. Uh, but uh, you search the hashtag L-U-N-S-B, that's Lunsby, and then Facebook will bring you right to us. If you search L-U-N-S-B on the Googles or the Bings, that'll take you to many places where you can hear the podcast itself. But the Resolution Rewards program started with five people all working to uh, make something of their uh, goals this year in 2023. Uh, one of them has dropped. There are still four people in the program. All they got to do is post a video every day showing them exercising. Let's be clear. This is about human exercising, not dog exercising. Okay. So good. Putting your dogs on a treadmill does not count for you. I was on the treadmill first, and you, then I you are, scared. You are borderline, borderline disqualification by getting. Although I'm very proud of you getting the dogs on the treadmill. It is a challenge. At but, the same time. But yours are, yours are small. I think yours, mine, he feels like he's going to run off of it. I'm still trying, still working on it. <laughs> but there are four competitors still left in the Resolution Rewards program. On July the 1st, the pot doubles. So uh, there'll be a, a nice sum of money. The last person remaining who does not fail to upload a video exercising every single day to the, the fan page the last person remaining gets the pot. If we get close to the end of the year and we don't have a winner, we will call it a tie, and the tiebreaker will be whoever can make the most amazing video that gets the most amazing likes 
and and that's the person who will win the pot. And the only way uh, they can do that is they start to build a following, a little cheer-along section. You don't have to donate to the cause, but, you know, if you... Uh, I'm just going to say, if participant A has a, a whole bunch of people who are starting to follow along with participant A's progress, when it comes time to do a tiebreaker video, participant A's got a real good choice of winning. <laughs> I'm just saying. Met a goal this week. Oh, what was it? I am below 200 pounds for the first time in seven years. Outstanding, my friend. I am. Pounds. I am so happy for you. I am so happy for you. I know what it's like to uh, to break down those barriers. So, congratulations. I'm giving you an extra one. That's motivational. That that's like that would get my vote right now. If we were in the tiebreaker situation, which we currently are not. <laughs> hopefully we'll have some hopefully we'll have some pictures that we could post for uh that look drastically different. I'm I'm working real hard and everyone is working real hard. I'm really I got some strong competitors out there. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a uh, we've never run a challenge this long, so it's been a great challenge. I uh, I think everyone's doing a great job. I'm rooting for all of you because I wanted to come down to a tiebreaker. I wanted to come down to a big tiebreaker with a lot of votes and and a lot of inspiration and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I am on the verge, you know, the the hotline only has about two weeks left, and these kids helped us cut a great promo. I don't want to waste it, so we're going to give them their chance. It's the T-Bone and Chick Will Hotline. You used to call me on my... 904-385-3977. You used to, you used to... And now let's get to the fan favorite part of the show, the thing that everyone only listens in for to hear their own name. Is you situated? Yep. Oh. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, every week what we like to do is uh, send a little special shout out to our family, friends, and fans that uh, have followed us on this show for years and years and years. We call it the birthday boost. We pick one, possibly two people to give a birthday boost to. This is our opportunity to say amazing things about them that may or may not be true. And uh, and it's a way to just to pump that spirit to let them know that we love them and we appreciate them. If they do not qualify, if, if someone does not qualify for a birthday boost, then we give them this little silly thing called an honorable mention. And it's just where we mention them and wish them happy birthday just the same. As always, you get to go first. My favorite dog groomer, Milo, it's his birthday. I've known him since I was like 19. Uh, beautiful man, beautiful heart, beautiful poodles. <laughs> uh, Milo, happy birthday. I don't know where you are living, working, or doing anything. He has like a mobile dog grooming van that is just probably one of my favorite vehicles I've ever seen in my life. But anywho, happy birthday, buddy. I miss you. I am going to give my birthday boost to my buddy, Ernie Favre. Uh, <laughs> me and Ernie were uh, comedians down in that Jacksonville area. We worked together uh, many, many times. I love this guy. He's such a genuine person. He's, he's slightly older than me, and there's not a lot of people who are older than me that I hang out with. Uh, I was gone for many, many years, and then I found myself back in Jackson. He's like, let's get together, and it was... It is like any solid male relationship. We literally picked up exactly where we left off. We had a great night uh, sitting there drinking beers and, and talking and reminiscing. And and thanks to Facebook, I'm able to keep in touch with him. Not as much as I'd like to, but I he wrote a joke. It's a great joke. I gave him a tag for that joke, and the tag for that joke has never escaped me. It always stays with me. And uh, yeah, he's the biggest, he's the best, he's the brightest, and I love Ernie, and and uh, by association, I love his family too, because they're all cool. Happy birthday, brother. Aren't those the best friendships, where it's like, you don't have to see each other every day, you don't even have to talk regularly, but you get together, and it's just like, so last week, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> I love those people. Yeah, you just pick up right where you left off. It's It's yeah. awesome. I love that. Um, next up, I got my friend Deke Mitchelson, um, worked at summer camp 
together for many years, pulled the Mustang out of the lake <laughs> after they drove it a little too close to the waterline. So many memories of ridiculousness out there living their best lives. Little family, super cute. Yeah, doing great things with um, service animals, training service animals for people who have uh, been through some wild life experiences. Super awesome person. <laughs> yeah, I, I just have to kind of guess as you die down the compliment. Super awesome person. If that's no, what... I, was, I was thinking about something. Uh huh. Yeah, you're brain. thinking about blue cupcakes is what you were doing. And hey, what color filling is no, going in the blue cupcake? Tomorrow. <laughs> what what color filling is going in the blue cupcake? The cupcake is blue and it is going to have blue and white icing on top. Ooh, blue and icing. My uh, final birthday boost of this episode goes to uh, a wonderful comedian named Ronnie Bullard. Now, a lot of people don't know Ronnie, and a whole bunch of people do know Ronnie. I'm going to tell you what I know about this man. I've known him for <laughs> over 20 years. He was one of the first comics that I knew that went to do a carnival that started doing cruise ships. Uh, there, there have always been comics on cruise ships, but Ronnie was one of the very first people I, I knew to do that. Ronnie is, is, again, a fabulous comedian with one of the best closing bits I've ever heard in my life. And and what he does as his closer is is the longest series of callbacks to his entire act that I've ever seen before. It's, it's masterpiece. So I've known Ronnie on land, and then Ronnie goes to sea, and, and it just worked out one year where my time at sea and Ronnie's time at sea worked out together. And, and I, you know, went up to him, said hello to him. And, he, and he's like, you want to do some time? And I was woefully unprepared for an offer like that. But to think that he had the ability because he was so good at then. And, and since then, a lot of my other comedian friends have gone on to do cruise ships because it's changed. Once upon a time, it was looked down upon. And now if you can get a cruise gig, you get a cruise gig because it's, it's, a, it's a good gig. It's a real good gig. It's good money. They treat you well. They take care of you. So uh, Ronnie Bullard, uh, as always, wishing you nothing but the continued success on the high seas. One of the funniest, one of the greatest people I know, and uh, nothing but the best I wish to thee. Now, who do you got in your honorable mention section? I got Christy Hullum, Nikki Brown, I got uh, Eric King, Austin McKee, Cheryl Fishman, and uh, Hutch Johnson. Good old Hutch. Hutch. Okay. Man, there's a name you don't see very often. You know him. I know Hutch. Yeah, Johnson from AFN Rhoda. Oh, I know Paul Thomas III, who called me out of the blue. <laughs> yeah, see, he called to threaten me with violence. No, he didn't. He called uh, to, just to talk. He needed help. And I, I took his call because that's what I do. But at one point, I had to explain to him the rules about how much time you could spend on the phone with me. Now he's aware. <laughs> In my honorable section, uh, honorable mention section this week, I've got uh, comedian Jeff Capri, who's who's a great guy and uh, visited us there while we were in Rhoda. Ron Dirks. Now, Ron used to manage a comedy club down there in Sebastian, Florida. Great guy. Love him to death. Ken Swallows, an old uh, chief I used to work with. James Tillman, not John Tillman. This is the wife of uh, Tillman that I worked with in Sicily. Ezra McFadden. Amy Stewart celebrating her birthday, Doug Stanhope, and Danny LaBelle, who just opened up a movie there in California by the name of Reconquistador, where he tells the story of going back to Israel to find his roots. So Danny LaBelle's uh, celebrating his birthday. A lot of great birthdays, a lot of great people uh, this week. We uh, love and miss you all. And we, we, the Lunsby Show with T-Bone and Trick Brew, wish you all nothing but the biggest, the best, and the brightest. So right in the middle of my birthday boost to Deke, uh, I got a little notification reminder at the top of my phone to remind me I have a dental appointment tomorrow. <laughs> so there was that. That's what I was like. Got to go in there looking like you blew a member of the blue man group. <laughs> I know. I've been making all these sweets and cupcakes and brownies and cookies, and I haven't eaten a single one. Good for you. I, again, super happy, super proud of you. Keep keep it up. You're motivating me. I got a new piece of exercise equipment that's going to be coming to the house in a couple of days because uh, 
I got a bike, a stationary bike, because the stress nice. stress on my knees has been a lot for the the walking that I'm trying to do. So I'm bringing in a little extra piece of equipment. Looking forward to that. I got uh, visitors. You mentioned you've got visitors coming, but you didn't say who. Who's coming? You'll find out. Uh, anybody I know? Yeah. Oh, okay. I also <laughs> have visitors coming. As a matter of fact, Rosa's parents are coming to pick her up today, and then uh, in the next couple of weeks. I uh, have some visitors coming, and there's a lot of things going on that uh, I'm not uh, at will to talk about right now, but uh, yeah, I'll let you know as it comes up. Uh, as this happens this week and every week, as always, I remind you, ladies and gentlemen, just be the best person that you can be, and if you were a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Jerome McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Jerome McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. Uh, after thoughts. Blah. Good show. <laughs> after thoughts. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, we give them a little something extra in the end credits.